Can you say donuts? Nom, nom, nom. Let's dive right in. Go! to Making Waves, an NFL confidence pool and food eating competition podcast. I'm your host, Mac. And I'm your very happy host, Bob. And it is week seven of the NFL, but more importantly, it is the week after Bob and I played each other in fantasy football and uh bob please i know i know you've been waiting for this for pretty much our entire friendship so i'll let you do the honors of introducing who lost the bet man i'm sure it's still a complete mystery to the fans after that introduction and uh, after after a long and arduous battle me and mac went down to the wire and after a really really close ending the winner of the competition and the one who doesn't have to eat the donuts is me. I won a bet for the first time ever. <laughs> I know. I literally think this is not only like the first bet I've ever lost to you, but also I'm pretty sure this is the first time I've ever lost to you in fantasy football. And of course, it's the one where we actually have something on the line. Um, that's just unfortunate luck on my end, I guess. Honestly, my luck with bets is so bad. I was like zero for 1,065 all time. And I think I think the football gods wanted to help me out a little bit after the heartbreaking loss on Thursday night that I was at. And they wanted to throw me a bone. And man, oh man, this was a great bone. And I'm so happy they threw it to me because what a time to beat you in fantasy football. What a time. Uh. What a time. And I'm also pretty sure this is like my lowest scoring week ever in fantasy football. I think I, I don't even think I broke 60, which is absolutely embarrassing. And I want to just defend myself by talking about all the times I've won in fantasy football, but I can't. No, I just you don't had, have to. You don't have to. I just to. had an absolutely horrific week and I deserve this loss. And because of this loss, uh, you wonderful Wave Riders voted last week. Several of you voted for items that were not even on the list, such as tacos. But that's all right. Maybe Appreciate we'll include that. tacos in a uh, future bet. But you guys voted on four different choices. And the winner of that choice was powdered covered donuts. Nom, uh, nom, like, nom, 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 nom. Yeah, like donut holes. So I went to the store and I got a couple of bags of donut holes. I got your classic white powdered donuts and I got some um, spooky season type donuts with pumpkin spice. So I got, these are pumpkin spice powder donuts. So I'm trying to switch it up a little bit. I've got two Smart. glasses of water and a nice gold or a nice hot glass of tea. So I'm ready to just eat as many as I can throughout this podcast. I'm sure, Bob, you will uh, help me remember. So without further ado, first donuts get popped in the mouth. While you uh, go ahead and take it away and tell us how we did in our conference pool league. Okay. And quick side note, as she pops the first powder donut. Wow, that looks really good. 
It's so good to to hear your voice with a mouthful of donut. That is the best. I can't wait for an hour of that. I'll try to I mute myself when I'm eating. <laughs> no, please don't. When I had the uh, Slurpees taped to my hands, I was slurping away. So just, you know, enjoy your donuts. And let's say, uh, let's try to get you to 20 today. So we're one down. Give me a little hand motion every time you're popping in or just let the fans know. We're going to keep a... We're going to keep a live tally going and seeing how many donuts you can have by the end of this podcast. I'm excited to, to keep track. I know our fans are too. But yes, as we're chewing on that uh, powdered goodness, we, once again, unfortunately did not win the Buco Bucks. Uh, overall, we are in 15th place at 424 total points. Uh, the leader is at 493. So we are 69 points behind the leader. Overall on the season, we are 50 and 43. And last week specifically, we got 47 points. Woof. Uh, we went 7-7 seven and seven in games. So perfect 50-50. Uh, the games we missed were Thursday night, the Bears, at 2. Uh, we missed the Niners at our most confident. Of course, we missed Thursday night and then our most confident. Niners at 14. What is happening? Once again, we lost the Packers at double digits. But once again... Again, I can speak for my co-host saying that we're always happy to lose the Packers at double digits. We had them at 12. Go Jets, go. Uh, J-E-T-S. Uh, we lost the Jags at three. Well, what else do you know? What else is new? What do you know? The Colts screw us over again. We lost the Ravens at six. The Bucks at 13 in Mitch we trust once again. And finally, we missed the Cardinals at eight. So a lot of, uh, lot of high confidence levels lost. Uh, seven and seven. But you know what? I think uh, I think we learned a lot last week, and hopefully the tides will be turned, and we're gonna win the Buco box. Quick shout out to the Colorado G Men, Eli. Yeah. Uh, Eli finally got it done. They did win the Buco box, so shout out to them. I'm sure we're gonna be shouting out uh, Eli a couple times, thanks to the Giants and shout his confidence. Shout out Eli! Congrats on the Buco box. Hope you're you're really treating uh, you and Amo to a nice meal this week. You guys deserve it. Yeah, and shouts out to these pumpkin spice donuts. I just had the first one of those. Those are very good. I've already had three. Three down in the you amount. Just you just popped three when I was going through the, the synopsis? I just three. I should probably slow down a little bit. Because... No. Oh, my God. You're going to break a world record. Keep it going. <laughs> I would. Pro- I looked oh. up at you at one point, and I saw you point in your <laughs> mouth. I didn't want I didn't want to lose my uh, my place in my notes there, but I was like, did she, did she have, like, three donuts in her mouth right now? Mm-mm. No, but I did eat three. I ate like one every minute there while you were talking. And I should probably slow down because I cannot keep this pace. That's for Have sure. You, yeah, that, that would be uh, that'd be about 60 donuts. So maybe maybe slow down just a little bit. Or, you know what? Just keep it going. Uh, also, side note. Through. Yep, or just yeah, keep turning through. Note? Have you given Summy? I know she is uh, probably your best friend right now sitting by you. Have you given her a donut yet? I have not given her a donut yet. Nick actually just got home, so Summit ran out, so I quickly shut the door behind her so she wasn't crying to go see Nick the whole time. But, yeah, really I have smart. not given her a donut. I'll definitely probably save her one because there's probably about 40 to 50 here. I don't think I'm going to be able to get through 40 to 50, but, hey, if I keep this pace, maybe. I was going to say, keep it up, and those are going to be empty by the end of this podcast, so let's, right? let's make it happen. <laughs> All right. Well, I was about to pop another in my mouth, but I'm about to do the injury report. Should I do it with one in my mouth? Yeah, throw one in and then uh, let us know about the injuries, Injury Queen. Donut Queen, Injury Queen. Okay. So, fourth fourth donut in. We have just a few injuries this week. (laughs) 
Is this disgusting? Sorry if it is. <laughs> no, this is this is great. I am just so happy it's not me over here chowing down on donuts. <laughs> All right, so we only have a few major injuries this week because I'm just reporting out on the new ones. So a big one is for... <laughs> you are on the wrong. struggle bus with... Let me guess, you put a powder in there. You didn't put the spooky season in. They're both powdered, but I did do a regular powder. Um, okay, See, first injury is a big one. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, as he's known, suffered a foot injury today, so he's going to be out for at least a month. That's obviously big for the Cardinals, but they did just, I don't know if you want to do the trade alert, they did just acquire a new wide receiver. So do you have a trade alert update for us? Trade alert, trade alert, trade alert. I do, as you uh, wash down that uh, fourth donut of the Thank episode. You. <laughs> Save me yes, some time. Yes, you're so welcome. Save you a little bit of time here when you pop another one in. But yeah, so the Cardinals did lose Hollywood Brown, as Matt just alluded to. But not only did they uh, just get DeAndre Hopkins back from his suspension this upcoming week, so they will be getting him back, but they also just traded for Robbie Anderson from the Panthers. So yes, they're losing Hollywood Brown, but they have two pretty major additions coming in to help Kyler. So a couple, right. uh, couple big updates there. Okay, so yeah, that will be helpful. Um, especially with this injury here, because they obviously traded and acquired Hollywood Brown from the Ravens in the offseason. A big acquisition for them. Ooh, big word, Mackie. Acquisition. Yes. Thank Whoa. Dictionary.com. Shout out. <laughs> uh, a couple other big injuries in big names. Russell Wilson suffered a hamstring injury, so he is questionable. And if we know anything about hamstring injuries, those can uh, sideline some guys for a few weeks. So. Youch. Youch. Uh, this one. Hope you feel better when you retire. Aaron Rodgers hurt his right thumb, so he is also questionable because he, that's obviously his throwing hand. Um, hopeful that, yeah, hopefully you'll feel better once you retire and just leave the league. Goodbye. We don't mind. Uh, yep, Randall Cobb, also of the Packers, suffered an ankle injury in their game this past weekend. He's out for two to four weeks. Darren Waller suffered a hamstring injury. He is questionable as well. A uh, big one that we don't really know what's going to happen. Andy Dalton and James Winston are both questionable for this Thursday night game against the Cardinals. So we're really not sure. There was a report that uh, they would release who was starting on Thursday. And if neither of them are healthy, I'm guessing it's going to be Taysom Hill, maybe. I'm not entirely sure who their third string quarterback is. Another big, there's a lot of quarterbacks on this list this week. Uh, Carson Wentz broke his finger. He is out for at least, well, sorry. Oh, wow, well, don't <laughs> coming back up. He is out for at least this week, probably longer, especially if he has to have some sort of surgery or something of that kind. So Taylor Heineke, who played all last year, I believe, for the Washington football team, as it was known then, will be taking his place this weekend. And just finally, some good news, I guess, for some, for some quarterbacks. Obviously, there's some that's some bad news. But Dak and Tua might be back this weekend. That would be nice for both of their teams to get their starting quarterbacks back out there on the field. So lots of injuries to take into consideration. Lots more that are not new that are still kind of struggling through. And we're going to need to consider all that and more when we look at this week's slate of games. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for that uh, very sweet, powdery injury update. Oh, and you're one step ahead of you. I was just about to ask you to pop another one in, and there she goes, number five. You. We are at number five. So quick uh, 
quick little uh, review here. So, which one do you like better? It sounds like maybe the the spooky season is a little Definitely better than the, the powders. Definitely pumpkin spice. Honestly, I wish I was recording with you right now because I'd probably have a couple pumpkin spices. I, I, with that being said, I'd probably stop after two or three, but yeah, I kind of want one right now. I'm kind of jealous. Not gonna lie. Don't be jealous. When I get to double digits, I'm gonna be wishing that you were the one eating them. Mac is slowly going to start slowing down, so everyone definitely <laughs> keep track of that. Right now, she's got the sugar rush. She's enjoying it. The tea's helping it down. I'm guessing at about the 30-minute mark, my co-host is going to be slowing down a little bit. So can't wait for you to get to double digits. I have digit. some reminders to keep myself going, that's for sure. Can't wait for you to get to double digits. Oh, boy. Okay, well, let's get through this podcast as quickly as we can then. <laughs> By starting no, let's it slow it on down. Oh, okay, slow it on down. Well, we'll at least get started, I guess, and yes. we'll see how long it takes. We'll start it off with Thursday night, 8.15 p.m., the New Orleans Saints at Arizona Cardinals. And this one for me, I was actually quite a bit back and forth on the Saints, as we mentioned. We're not entirely sure who's starting as quarterback. If they get Jameis Winston back, their defense has really been doing well. I could see them holding it for quite a bit. And then obviously with the Cardinals losing one of their good wide receiver weapons, that's that's a big question mark. But as you mentioned, they've kind of filled some of those holes already. They've got two coming in. I do think obviously, you know, Hopkins will be a bit rusty. And then I think Robbie Anderson's going to take a little time to learn the playbook, but still hopefully should be an immediate help to Kyler Murray. The one thing that did tip it, or, oh, I guess another thing that I need to consider as well, um, James Conner had already been struggling through an injury last week, if you'll remember. He's their starting running back for the Cardinals. And then now Eno Benjamin, their backup running back, is also questionable for this weekend. So it's just a lot of injuries on the Cardinals' side. I'm hopeful, though, they did get Watt back. He's back and playing. He's been making an impact already. I am hopeful, though, that the Cardinals' defense as well as their kind of elusive offense in Kyler Murray is going to be enough to hold the Saints at bay. But this is the one that I am probably most nervous about this week, which is why I have the Cardinals and I have them at one. Oh, Cardinals at one. Okay. Yes. Actually. Okay. And I'm diving back into the bag. I was just about to remind you and say, as I'm hopping in, why don't you grab number six? But she's one step ahead of me. She's just loving those donuts. Don't don't let her uh, don't let her fool you. I think she's having the time of her life over there. So, Mm -hmm. anything she should be thanking her fantasy team and the fans. But yeah, thank you. Wow, that's a that's a big powdered one. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I do agree with the Cardinals. um, And call me the injury king because literally, as you started that. Uh, synopsis, I just got an update on my Fantasy Sleeper app that Eno oh. Benjamin is officially cleared to play. So he was oh, okay, questionable, good. just got cleared to play. So, and yeah, quick little shout out to me and you. I think this is maybe the first time, I don't know if ever, but for sure this season, that we have all 14 games spot on the same. Not obviously confidence-wise, but we agree on all Shows the games correctly. at least initially. Uh, but yeah, I think like you said, with the receivers coming in, uh, the Saints not knowing who's going to be under center, we have no idea if Taysom's going to be the starter, if the Red Rocket, who's going to be the starter, is it going to be me, is it going to be Mac? We don't really know. But I think with those You're additions of the – it could be. Oh, <laughs> Mac just popped in number seven. She's loving life. Holy crap. 
Um, I think with all the, she's also, also just to give everyone a picture, she's not biting me. She's just popping them in whole. So she is really going for a new world record. I'm having a tough time concentrating. Well, I think that's my... what the fans voted for. They probably voted for the powder and the popping in popping them in whole. I don't think they voted for like the delicate bites. You are just a, you're, you just love I'm your fans. I'm a people pleaser. I'm a people pleaser. What can I say? You're a wave rider pleaser and you are really, really showing them how much you care about them right now. But yes. So to get out my confidence level, I have the Cardinals, I think with the Watt coming back and the two receivers coming in, I think they're going to win and I'm a little bit more confident with it. So that's why I have them at five. So okay. we got one in five. Um, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll chat about that. Yeah. That's not too, too far off. And yeah, I mean, I could be persuaded for sure. I just say, I guess I'm just a little bit nervous about the Cardinals kind of are a mixed bag at times, but happy to talk about that one offline. Okay. And and move right along to the Sunday one o'clock slate of games, kicking it off. My boys are back off their bye. I'm wearing their gear again. I'm happy to be representing and I can go into this weekend with not high expectations because the Detroit Lions are playing the Dallas Cowboys Sunday at one o'clock. Who you got, Robert? Oh man, lucky me. Oh, Max going in for number eight. She is hemming, she is hawing, another smile. So she's still loving life. Um, okay, so yeah, I I'm happy to see that you have your Lions hat back on. Um, she did text me earlier this week and said, I'm never cheering for the Lions again. I refuse to cheer for them this weekend. Uh, she didn't actually say that, but I know she can't defend herself because she's got a mouthful of powder donut. I didn't donut. say that. I can still defend myself. Dang it. She didn't say that. <laughs> I, I mean, uh-oh, powder. <laughs> Rot row. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Lions are well rested. They're coming off obviously a tough defeat. We already dug into that, so I'm not going to make it any worse. And ooh, I hope you're not upset with me that this is a pretty high confidence, but Cowboys are looking good. Cooper Rush, I think any Cowboys fan in the country would be absolutely thrilled, or they would have been absolutely thrilled if you would have told them after that week one loss that Cooper was going to play five games. If you would have told them he was going to go four and one and have them, yeah, four and two after six weeks with Dak coming back, they would have been thrilled. Cooper, shout out to you. I know you were a wave maker of the week a couple weeks ago. I know you were texting me saying you loved your swag. It was really comfy. So, yeah, man, happy to help, and you really deserved it. But Dak is back. I'm a poet. I didn't even know it. This is in Dallas. And yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, McKenz. I do think the Cowboys are going to go to 5-0. and Dak's going to get his first win in the se- win of the season. And I have them beating your boys. Sorry. I, I'm just so excited to uh, announce his confidence. They're going to approve to 5-2. and mm. And I hope you're not upset. Um, I do have the Cowboys beating your boys. And I have them at a confidence of Bum bum, eleven. Oh, not that 11. bad. No, you'll be proud of me because <gasps> I also have the Cowboys. <laughs> Your face. Uh, I also have the Cowboys. Their defense. Clearly, we have seen that the Lions do not have quite the defense. I am. Con- I am slightly concerned about the Cowboys though because Dak. I mean, they didn't look good when Dak was playing. So. I could see not. them coming in and also not looking good, but the reality is the, the Detroit Lions do not have a strong defense. They especially struggle against the run, and I know Zeke's getting older, but between him and Tony Pollard mixing it all up, 
and also on the other side of the ball, the Cowboys defense is just really good. And we still have a lot of guys who are questionable and injured. I don't even know if Swift is coming back yet. I don't know about DJ Chark. Do, 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 do. So Ooh, nicely done. lots of question marks there. I went with confidence pool over my heart. I will still be cheering as loud as I can for the Detroit Lions, but you will be proud of me that I chose the Cowboys at a confidence level of 10. Whoa, that was so big of you. Okay, double digits, alert, alert. Also, do you mind popping in uh, Donut and oh, Ride yes. while you're at it? Yes, yes, I will. Wow, just kicking a girl while she's down, choosing against no. her boys for 10 and just making her eat another donut. No, I'm giving you a treat. You savage. I wish I, I wish I had a donut at my disposal at you right now, but Mac went with 10, I went with 11. That was big of you, Mac. I think all the fans are really going to respect that. And um, you just you just went up a big-time peg in my in my uh, book here on the podcast, and you're already pretty high. So kudos to you, Mac. Hope you're enjoying that donut. I'm starting to not enjoy them as much, but. I hope you're, I hope, oh, oh my gosh. I just, I just saw a mouthful of just white. She is, uh, she's definitely slowing down a little bit, folks. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What we will not slow down is our analyses. Woo, got him. Moving nice transition. Atlanta Falcons at Cincinnati Bengals and. The Bengals, I don't know what's going on with them. They they looked good, but then they looked bad, then they looked good, and then they looked bad, and they ended up squeaking out a win, which we were happy about. Obviously, that we didn't get a ton right this past weekend, but that was one of them that we did. So we were grateful for that. But it was a lot closer than it probably should have been. Hopefully against a Falcons defense that has not been doing very well and a Falcons offense that just hasn't been performing great. The Bengals will be able to fully get back on track here. I have the Bengals here, and I have them at 11 because I'm pretty confident in all of their skill players. We just need to see them really show up and perform the way that we know that we can. Okay, Bengals at 11. I agree. I do think the Bengals are going to win. But before I go into why, I want to give a quick shout out to the Atlanta Falcons. We were very vocal at the start of the season about how we both agreed that the Falcons were going to be one of the two or three worst teams in the NFL. They're sitting there at three and three, and in my opinion, they are for sure one of the surprises of this NFL season. Marcus Mariota, I'm gonna send you a little bit of swag. Sorry, I know I didn't talk to you about that yet, Max. He's not my wave maker, but I'm just gonna sit, send him some swag because he's he's balling out. And I was ripping on him, and I know okay. you you sent Zach Wilson some swag. In, oh, yeah. In the week yeah. over the weekend, right? Okay. Yeah, send him swag. Just trying to bury the hatchet. I was really ripping on Marcus, saying that he was he's not the guy. He wasn't an NFL. Uh, caliber starter and he's he's been balling out so kudos to him kudos to the falcons all that being said uh this is not my analysis so i'm gonna jump into why the Bengals are gonna win yeah i like max said agree that they're kind of turning it around they have had a lot of close games but they still got joey b they still got jamar they still got mixon and i have them winning at home pretty handedly i am a little less confident but i have them at eight so we got eight and eleven Eight and 11. Okay, not too far off there. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I imagine we're going to have a lot to say about this next team because we don't like them very much. We still have not earned a single point in confidence pool from any game that this team has played in. It is the Indianapolis Colts at Tennessee Titans. As Bob mentioned, we ended up going with the Jags per my recommendation last week. I apologize. The Jags had it in the bag. They were up 
several points and we were thrilled. And then somehow the Colts and Matt Ryan came back. I, I don't understand because they also had several injured run. Like I think they're both of their starting running backs were out. So I never in a million years would have chose them on paper. I don't know how they won. I'm ticked about it. Take the mic away from me because I'm just angry. Yeah, they won because they hate us. And this is going to be a kind of a long, uh, yeah, I was just about to say, this is going to be a little bit of a long uh, explanation why I hate them. So she popped one in and she's at number 10, double digits, and we're at 24 minutes. Right now, you are on a 25 donut pace. Keep it up. Someone who shouldn't. (laughs) No, if you puke, that'd be good content. Keep it up. You got this. (laughs) Someone that doesn't got this. And this is going to be quite the rant. So I'm really happy you popped in that donut. You're going to have some time to swallow it, wash it down with some tea and water. Indianapolis Colts. Where do I even begin? Where do I even begin? Indianapolis is for sure on high red alert. They have been for weeks. I've been talking ish about them. I've been throwing out threats. They've been empty threats up to this point. And you know what? Actually, no, I can't do this right now because I made a promise last week and I said if the Colts screw us over again, all I'm going to say you is... You talk about him. Yeah, so I'm not going to talk about him. They are dead to me. Everyone on that team is useless in my opinion. So it goes without saying that I'm not choosing the Colts this time. I am choosing the Tennessee Titans, the one real football team, the one team that actually has our backs when we pick them. In Tennessee, I don't trust that the Colts aren't going to come out of nowhere to screw us over again. And I also did say that I'm never going to pick any Colts game more than three. So I'm going to, I'm going to be true to that promise. I got the Titans and I got them at three because the Colts just love messing with us and I'm not going to let them affect our Buka Bucks. Titans okay. at three. All right. I kind of um, adopted your philosophy there because I also kept this game very low. I believe they've already played each other once. Correct. And is that correct? I- think so. I know they're in the same division, yeah, so I'm pretty it makes sure they sense. Because I remember we were having this conversation of this two terrible teams playing each other. And I'm yes, 90% positive the Titans, or I'm like 99% positive the Titans won that game. So I, yep, I'm leaning that way again. But I also kept it low just because who the freak knows what's going to happen with them. But I have the Titans and I've got them at two. All right, McKenzie, that is a great, great confidence level. I'm so proud of you. As a, as a thank you, why don't you pop in number 11? That was a yeah, really good time. Yeah, all right, number 11. Here we go. <laughs> number 11. Oh, that looks like a pumpkin spice. Why? Wow, she is really enjoying life right now. What a Wednesday night. Just pop in 11 donuts in 25 minutes. Also, Let's keep it up. I'm going to play trivia after this. I mean, I'm going with um, our friend and her parents. And the parents are like classic parents that just feed you like directly into your mouth. Like, oh, you look hungry. Oh, have a drink. They just like constantly give you stuff. So I am screwed. (laughs) Next, she's going to be walking to that bar for trivia with a belly full of about 30 donuts. I'm going to be rolling into that bar. You're going to be like from the scene of Willy Wonka, the oom. Loompa, when they're rolling that blueberry kid around. Nick's going to be rolling you you into the bar and your friend's parents are going to be like, oh my gosh, you look like you you haven't eaten in days. Come here, let us feed you. Seriously, though. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's all right. I I will be honest. uh, Number 11, I'm starting to get a little bit of a bellyache, so I'll keep you guys posted. Hey, fight through. I did it with the Slurpees. You got this. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. I'm fighting through, and I'm fighting and moving along to the next game. What, you were going to say something? 
I was going to say, you just love our fans so much, and I hope that they, I hope they appreciate this effort because this is this is a gritty effort by you. I know they do. I know they appreciate it, and also we do it to ourselves, so I can't really mm-hmm. be that mad. We really do. Yeah, we do. Uh, I can be mad though about this next choice that I'm going to make. I'm doing it for us, for us to hopefully win the Buko Bucks, but I'm still mad about it because I don't like this team. We've got the Green Bay Packers at Washington Commanders. Boo! Boo! Packers don't like them. Obviously, we made that very clear throughout every single episode, every single podcast. But I do still got to go with my uh, head in just kind of logic here with the Packers. The Commanders, obviously, they just lost Carson Wentz. They're leading quarterback. They're going back to Taylor Heineke. In general, the Packers have not been doing great. So had Carson Wentz been starting, I probably would have this game be a little bit lower. But there are a lot of question marks. Obviously, you know, the second-string quarterbacks don't get a lot of reps all the time with the the right the main guys that are playing, the first stringers. It's going to take some time for them to all build some connections because there's some new guys added to the, the lineup this year. Either way, I'm going Packers, and I'm going with them at 12, mostly that high because of the injuries that we have on the Washington side. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Now, before you pop in the next donut, this is always perfect because, because I wait, also have the- But we both chose 12, and this is... And the- this is We both chose 12, and this is donut number 12. So you gotta, you can't even chew this one. You just got to throw it right down the gullet. That's amazing. All right, which flavor do you want me to go? Uh, let's go with spooky season. Let's do a little spooky pumpkin season. spice. Tell you what, for 12, we're going double donuts. Double donuts, 12. Oh my gosh, she actually just stuffed those both in her mouth at the same time. That was oh, like a modern marvel. Oh, 12 and 13, apparently. <laughs> oh, that's unlucky. She just, oh my God, we were doing all that for 12, and she goes, screw it, let's make it 13. So, as Mac is uh, fighting to get those down, which does not look like an easy thing, I am going to dive right in and agree. Why did Obviously, I do that? I don't know, but I love it. And I think you were just so excited that we were going it was for 12. 12, and I skipped right over it. It was literally 12, 12, 12, and you're like, nah, let's just make it 12, 12, 13. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Okay, she don't literally. Make, don't make me laugh when you choke. Don't choke. Put some hot tea down there. I looked up, and your cheeks were literally filled to the brim when you put both of those in. And she has literally had 13 donuts in a half hour. My. <laughs> My stomach kind of hurts thinking about that. Okay. I'm very impressed. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let me lock you back in here. I got Packers at 12. This one was a little bit. You all right over there? Mm-hmm. Oh, are you choking? No. Oh, my God. I thought you were just gagging. I was about to call Nick. Okay. <laughs> so, ooh, let me lock you back in. 12, 12, 12. Nah, 12, 12, 13. Okay. <laughs> So this game was a little bit more difficult for me than than it shows with my confidence because Commanders are coming off an unbelievably impressive win. Coming into Chicago and beating the Bears on a primetime game when me and my dad are in the house is never an easy thing to do. The Bears dominated in every single category throughout that game, so the fact that the Commanders won is unbelievable. It was like a Houdini act. We'll get into that later on. Um, I digress. But if Carson Wentz stayed healthy, like Max said, I would probably have this a little lower. But 
Packers did, we need to mention, because we hate them so much, they did, as I was mentioning last episode or hinting at, they lost the New York duo back-to-back. If you would have told us before the start of the season that the Packers lose back-to-back to the Giants and the Jets, I think we all would have been like, that's not happening, but it happened. We're so happy. And actually, this leads into a special double wave maker of the week edition mm. for me. Because my wave maker of the week is New York football, baby. Okay. This is a big time shouts out to both the New York Jets and the New York Giants. Man, oh man, what a good time it is to be in. New York, New York. Oh, very good. Thank you, thank you. Jets, we rip on them so much. Giants, shouts out Eli James. We rip on them all the time. I don't think, I think it's at the point right now we really can't rip on them much. Jets are sitting at 4-2. and two. Giants are sitting at 5-1. and one. And I was looking at it last night when I was trying to figure out if these two teams were really worthy of all this Wavemaker swag and making way swag because it's going to be a lot. It's going to cost us a lot of money. Yeah, we'll talk about it off air, but we might be in the right after this one. But it's okay. They deserve it. And they definitely deserve it, like I said, because the Giants have beaten powerhouses such as the Ravens, the Titans, the Packers, and obviously the Bears, another powerhouse. So they've beaten really, really good teams, while the Jets have beaten the likes of the Packers, Dolphins, Steelers, Browns. So these two teams, they aren't beating slouches. They're doing it with their defense. Danny Dimes playing great ball. Uh, Brees Hall on the Jets coming out of nowhere. He's a stud. Um, And yeah, who would have thunk it? After six weeks, the Giants are sitting ahead of the Cowboys in the division. They're tied for the second best record in the NFL, while the Jets have a better record than both teams that made it to the Super Bowl last year. They're sitting ahead of the Patriots in second place. I mean, this is why we love the NFL, because teams like the Jets and the Giants can come out of nowhere, and all of a sudden, they're relevant. So shouts out to both teams from New York. We'll see if it continues, but all signs point to yes. So my wave makers of the week, everyone on the Jets and everyone on the Giants, you get a shirt, you get a shirt, you get a shirt. Congrats. I love that. Good one. Thank you. Yeah, and I love that you tied it into the the Packers game. We shifted completely <laughs> away from the Packers oh my, game for oh that. Oh my gosh. No, that's good, though, because the Packers just lost back-to-back to them, so that, that actually was perfect placement. Because otherwise, you'd have I, to choose between the Giants or the Jets. I definitely meant to do that. <laughs> perfect. I'm glad. <laughs> All right. Uh, next game, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Carolina Panthers. And... I know that this is your game, but before I give it over to you, I'm just going to tell you that I have the Bucks and I have them at 14. Wait. Oh, my gosh. I was just going to use that segue as a donut thing because I said, I've got the Bucks at 13. You've already eaten 13. Yeah. You beat me to it. Number 14. Mac is almost halfway to 30, folks. We are almost oh. halfway done with this podcast, and she is killing it. But, yes, I have the Bucks. They've been pretty disappointing. The GOAT, I don't know if it's about Giselle, TMZ alert, TMZ alert. I don't know what's going on in Tampa Bay, but they keep losing to teams they shouldn't be losing to. They screwed us over our high or our second highest confidence against the Falcons last weekend. They lost. They just look really, really piss poor. Whoop, explicit ass arse. <laughs> they look so bad, the offense. Um, they have us stuck with 
egg on her face, pants around her ankles, humpity dumpity. Had to throw that in because it's been way too long. We haven't gotten that in this episode. Uh, but yeah, I think the Bucks are going to beat the Panthers. They don't have Baker. Uh, CMC's been a little little hobbled. They just traded Robbie Anderson, as we alluded to earlier in this episode. And if there's ever a team to get the Bucks back on the the, uh, the tracks, it's the Panthers. I got them at 13, and um, sounds like you have them at 14. Yep, I do. I've got them at 14 for all of those reasons and more. And I know we haven't really talked much about this yet, but the trade deadline is coming up, and I've been reading all sorts of rumors that they're going to trade away Christian McCaffrey. Are you serious? 100% serious. Are you the rumor queen now, too? Because I thought that I was supposed to be update. That is a rumor, but uh, we will keep you all posted if they actually do that. But I've been reading all sorts of reports about there's some talk and some possible uh, negotiations going on. So we'll find out more. We obviously don't have the full inside scoop because we're not uh, NFL analysts, but we'll let you know as soon as NFL releases their statement. I mean, we'll release it first and then the NFL will follow. What are you talking? Are you? Well, okay. Let me, I'll drive over to Charlotte tonight. See if I can't get a hold of CMC and have a little conversation with him. Okay. He'll, he'll probably just DM us after the episode and let us know, but. Ah, uh, Good point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The trade deadline is coming up in two weeks. So I know you're, you always keep track of the trades and the news alerts. So we'll have to give a report on that. Come, come two weeks from now. Boom. Excuse me, I just had to burp. I apologize. Oh my <laughs> god, I can smell that through the mic. Was that what is that? What is that? Cinnamon uh, spice? A little bit of um, pumpkin spice mixed with white flavoring. I don't know what flavor the powder wow. ones are. That smelled uh smelled a little foul. Woof. <laughs> okay. Next up we have the team that you were just talking about, the New York football giants at Jacksonville Jaguars. And I know last week we were talking about New York had a little bit to prove to us, you know, winning was kind of newer to them as an organization, but if they beat the Ravens that we would talk. Well, week later, they beat the Ravens, time to talk. So I kind of think that the Giants are the real deal right now. Uh, Obviously, Saquon Barkley is back in his rookie form, maybe even better. He's performing like crazy, which is incredible for that offense. They obviously made some great moves in the draft this offseason. I know we reported on some of those big names like Thibodeau and um, all of those individuals that they really invested in on defense and offense, and it's been paying off for them. It's interesting to me because I don't necessarily think of Daniel Jones as this elite quarterback or all these weapons that they have on offense. And so I, I really do think Saquon's kind of carrying a lot of that and opening up a lot of things by being so good. But yeah, the Giants are continuing to surprise. I kind of think they're going to do it again this weekend. The Jaguars are on a bit of a downward spiral, as we've mentioned. So I'm going Giants, and I'm going with them at five. Okay, I absolutely agree. Um, I am very close. I wish it was another ding, 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 because I could have said eat number 15. But as you can hear, she is popping in halfway to 30. Anyway. Oh, oh my Finger. God, wait, what's happening? Why would you take a bite of that and not pop it all the way in? Oh, she's slowing down, folks. She just took a little itsy bitsy bite of like that. Maybe seeing stars in the side of my <laughs> that was an side itsy of my bit. eyes, like <laughs> your body's probably like, why do these donuts keep coming down the throat? Fifteen. We were we were originally saying twenty would be an unbelievable number. Fifteen to twenty. It's not even. We're not at forty minutes yet, and you are at fifteen donuts. Keep us updated. Twenty sounds about right right now. Twenty sounds about right. 
20 would be, I would be so impressed with that. So keep it up. You're doing it for those, those wave riders. Uh, but yeah, to kind of go off what you were just saying, I think it would be silly of us to not say the Giants are legit. Once again, shouts out Eli. Does he listen? I don't know, but we're going to continue giving him shouts out. Yeah, I mean, the Giants just keep on winning. and All they do is win, 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 no matter what. And that's all they do. And this this matchup at the start of the season was probably one of those ones that, like, if you were looking at the, the season as a whole, it'd be like, oh, my God, Giants-Jets week seven. <laughs> or, sorry, Giants-Jags week, week seven. Excuse you, these two teams are up and coming, and the Giants are five and one. So I think they're going to win. I think they're going to beat Lord Farquaad, who is fighting hard. Got to give him some respect. Uh, Shrek and Donkey, I'm sure they're still proud. But yeah, I think the Giants can win this game. I had them a little lower at four, uh, but I think I'm sold. I think you're sold. And they're a top 10 power ranking team now, and they got to keep playing like it. So don't let us down, Giants. Sounds like we got four and five. All right. Keep it up, Giants. We love to see it. We love to see you winning back-to-back. Again, we just mentioned they they beat the Ravens this past week. So let's talk about who the Ravens have this upcoming weekend. We're going to the Cleveland Browns at Baltimore Ravens. Man, oh, man. Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. You just can't have nice things. And I got to give a quick shout-out. I know he doesn't know about our podcast. I know he doesn't listen. But I'm going to shout it out. My buddy... My buddy Kevin, it was his birthday on Sunday. He's from Cleveland. He worked with me at Groupon. He's a huge Cleveland sports fan. And the Guardians, their baseball team, and the Browns both had a game. And me being the jinx that I am, I texted him and said, Happy birthday, buddy. How about a Guardians win to clinch the series against the Yankees and a Browns win? That's my gift to you. Happy birthday. Well, not only did the Browns win, the Guardians lost. Then they lost the next night. They're eliminated. The Browns lost. Happy birthday, buddy. Hope it was a great one. Anyways, I I love going off topic, so let me reel it back in. Shouts out Edgar Allan Poe. And speaking of Edgar, I think his Ravens are going to win. Uh, I think they're going to win pretty handedly. Lamar, another fourth quarter meltdown. This is starting to become a little bit of a theme. So they need to figure it out and, uh, yeah, kind of just – I don't know what's going to take to hold a fourth quarter lead, but all their losses have come in heartbreaking fashion at the end of the game. Lamar, I don't know, man, got to gotta hold on to the ball. Two late turnovers that were huge. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of close games, so this might be scary high, but I have the Ravens winning this game at home, bouncing back in Lamar we trust. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ravens at 10. Ooh, I love when you do that. That always comes in really good. Um, I'm very Thanks. close to you there. I also have the Ravens coming back here, winning this weekend, and I've got them at eight, slightly lower. What? I'm just laughing because it's it's like the amount that you've slowed down in everything is getting <laughs> evident, and I can just <laughs> I can tell that after 15 donuts, you were hurting a little bit. You were <laughs> you were so up and at him, and it just that one. It just I for the first time, could recognize that you are slowing down. And I, I feel for you. I feel All for of you. my bodily functions are slowing down. My talking, my brain processing, everything is slowing down from sugar overload right now. I just had a tear rolling down my eye. I was laughing so hard trying not to make a noise because it was it was very, very evident there that you were, you were hurting. And you know I what? I was literally hunched over. And I was like, what is going on? What is he laughing? I thought I had powder all over my face or something. You were just like... Yep, Ravens, I agree. They're going to win at eight as you're kind of like... I've got nothing more to say. Ravens at eight, moving right along. (laughs) 
Oh, no, well, it is time to move on. And while we move on to this next little segment here, I will pop another one in just for you because we got to move along to the afternoon slate of games. But before we do, it is time for the first word from our sponsors. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, that was a big donut. And mm-hmm. speaking of big donuts... This week seven, Making Waves podcast. Don't you like that? I can't look at you. Maybe laugh. This Making Waves podcast is brought to you by Joggers. If you eat too many donut holes and need some room, be like a witch and hop on your broom. Loosen the tie, let the belly out, keep on riding and let out a shout. This episode is brought to you by Joggers. Good in many sizes. If you eat too much, loosen them up. Available at your local Target, Walmart, or Walgreens for $49.99. Okay, wait. I know my brain is processing a little slow here, but tell me how did joggers relate to witches on brooms? <laughs> no. I was trying to I was trying to make it spooky because it's Halloween in less than two weeks. And I was just thinking of witches, they were those really loose, you know, like jogger type looking thing so i'm like yeah which is eat eat a child or something and they just put on their joggers hey yeah i guess i guess they just witches just eat children and put on their joggers i also jotted that down did you write that down i jotted that down like 10 minutes ago in my head when i was running down the rhyme made perfect sense and then i just i was off tune and i was just i was really fighting hard there i liked it no i thought it was great i liked the um relation to the halloween and very good very good i just was curious I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as my brain was starting to process five minutes later, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I could see in my peripheral vision your head kind of tilt like, did he just say witch? <laughs> How was number 16, by the way? Oh, uh, no, I liked it. Uh, it was really good. It's really delicious. Good. I'm still just loving this as much as I was the first one. That's really, really good. Uh, one to 10, how... Uh... How rough is the uh, the tum-tum feeling over there? Tum-tum is not great. Definitely feel like I've got a little bit of a rock going on down there. And... <laughs> Little not, I don't know if I'm great, turning green yet. Little, little nauseous at the moment. I hope this isn't like an over overshare, but I am just thinking about bridesmaids and the scene when the lady is sitting on the sink and she's going, <laughs> coming out of me like lava. I, I think Luckily, that, there's nothing coming out of me like lava at the moment. So I think that might overshare. be. I think that might be your uh, reality here in about 45 minutes at the uh, at the bar. So best of luck. Thanks. If you start only hearing Bob give every single analysis on the game you know i've hit the pot pot so the pot pot <laughs> okay oh, I love it. I on love that it. note of pot pot and poop and shit let's talk about oh. our shitty team the oh. denver broncos <laughs> good um, transition yeah thank you thank you uh the new york jets play the Denver Broncos this weekend, Sunday at 5, 4.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this one was a little hard for me because obviously I have been very publicly speaking out against the Jets and Zach Wilson, and he has very publicly shamed me for all of my uh, bashing that I've done on him because he's just been doing really, really well. The Jets have been doing well defensively, offensively, in all areas, uh, Brees Hall has been an incredible asset for them at running back. He's been doing a really nice job. Little rookie coming out and just making an impact right away. It's it's cool to see for sure. And as you mentioned, the New York team's winning. 
haven't seen that in probably ever for me personally. So it's cool to see them both winning at the same time and doing it well. The other side of the football here is going to be the Denver Broncos, who have not been having the same amount of success. Obviously, they have been struggling quite a bit. We have also been very vocal about our issues with Ross and the Broncos this year. I don't know what's going on with them. I think their offense is a little bit was overrated coming into the year. Hopefully they will continue to just decline because Eli and Amy have a bid in for some season tickets and they need them to do really bad for the next several years to get those season tickets. So hopefully they'll continue to do bad for them. But I don't know. Things are not looking great right now for the Broncos. So I'm actually riding the hot hand. I'm going with the Jets and I'm going with them at four. And I'm going to okay. eat 17 donut. 17 going down the gullet. Yes. And oh, geez. Sounds like you were struggling with that one. You all right over there? Had to make some oh. room by letting out a little burp. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Lovely. That was the first time I could hear, like, actual noises coming out of you. I heard, like, a little... I was like, oh, my God. Is she, <laughs> is she groaning over there? Is she okay? I, was try- I tried to back away from the mic. <laughs> well, we could hear it, and I'm just... I'm loving it because I'm drinking my water over here. Not to, not to really, you know, put the knife in there and twist it, but you're at 17, and I'm so proud of you. And if I lose a bet... I'm really going to go all out. But, hey, looking at the bright side, hopefully this makes you feel better. It could be hot dogs. You could be 17 hot dogs down right now. So Thank you. Be, Thank you, could, Wave Riders, for not choosing hot dogs. It could be a lot I worse. I cannot but say that al- enough. I cannot say that enough. It also could have been better because I know you were saying how much you wanted to do waffles and just have a big old stack Heinz cold ketchup and waffles. So Heinz ketchup and waffles? No, I just said a big old, and then it just made me think you're hindsight. But yeah, I, I know you were saying you wanted to catch up with the Nuggets. Nom, nom, nom. If I would have lost, I definitely would have won the Nuggets. But I digress once again. And knowing based off of like how the season's gone for us, now that we're picking the Giants and the Jets, I guarantee Giants are going to lose to the Jags. Broncos are all gonna, all of a sudden going to turn it on and be who we thought they were going to be. So just side note, like I'm expecting that to happen. I'm ready to be hurt again, but I'm, I'm uh, prepared for it. Yeah. And I am a little nervous about this, but the Jets, they've showed us some things. The Broncos, side note to the NFL, stop putting the Broncos on primetime. I'm sick of watching that lackluster, excuse my French, ass offense. Four out of six weeks so far, we've had to watch them on primetime. I'm sick of it. Thankfully, they're done for the season. Thankfully. No offense. Don't talk to me about teams on primetime that shouldn't be on (laughs) primetime. The Chicago Bears. Um, Excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> People love watching the, the the Monsters of the Midway. Thank you very much. But with that being said, I know that you have a hard stop on this. And I am going to say that I agree that the Jets are going to win. Their, their defense has been showing up. The Broncos offense has not been showing up. I think the Jets defense is going to be the difference. In a really close game, I have the Jets winning at one. Oh, okay. All right. I like it. One. And you said four. You said four? I said four. Yeah. Okay, great. Yep, but yep, I like that at one that I would definitely be willing to go lower on that just because it is a pretty 50-50 game. And kind of like the Colts, I feel like the Broncos are in the same boat where we shouldn't put them too high in any game they're in because they just love to screw us over. They sure do. They, I think they get a lot of joy from it. So screw you, Broncos. So. I think so. Yeah, Broncos country, let's not ride. And I purposely didn't say anything about the Broncos because they're just they're so irrelevant to me that I just didn't want to even bring them up. Hey, fair enough. I really don't blame you. 
Um, but no, I'm glad we agree on that one. And we can just bounce right into the next game. We've got the Houston Texans at Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, yeah. Raiders. Fans Still love that. It. Even when you're in a little uh, donut come over there. But yes, I'm going to save a lot of time on this one. Raiders haven't been as good as people thought. They're coming off a bye. They got Hunter Renfro back, and I think they're going to uh, kind of get back on track in a big way. I have them as my most confident game of the week. I got the Raiders at 14. 14 plus 4 is 18. That's the number of donuts that you're about to finish after you pop that one in your mouth. Number 18 going down, baby. Number right in time 18. for you to give right in, right in time for you to give your analysis. Perfect. Number 18 is in. Sorry, I just had to write that down because I'm trying to keep track of how many meeting. Yep, 18. 18 is in. I agree. I've got Raiders here. I've got them one point lower at 13. Um, but yeah, I feel like they're kind of finding their groove still, and they seem to be getting it a little bit. Like you said, they've got some guys coming back. Obviously, I'm hopeful that Darren Waller still plays because he is a good uh, another asset that contributes to the team. But yeah, I agree. I've got Raiders at 13, so I'm glad that we agree on that one. Um, next up, we have the Seattle Seahawks at Los Angeles Chargers. And this is one that I went back and forth on uh, quite a bit. Sorry, I'm going to finish this chewing really quickly. This is one that I went back and forth quite a bit on. Uh, we've got the Seattle Seahawks at Los Angeles Chargers here. And for me, I was kind of leaning Chargers to start because the Chargers have been expected to be a good team. They've obviously got crazy good names and good weaponry with um, Eckler and then Herbert and all those other guys and Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, they're expected to be this really good team. And I feel like every year we come into the NFL and people are talking about the Chargers who are going to make it to the AFC championship game or maybe even go further and talking about the Chargers in this bright, bright light. But they seem to disappoint year after year from those high, high, high expectations. Obviously, remember, they got beat up by the Jags who are kind of free falling a bit. And I don't know. I just feel like the Seahawks, again, kind of with the hot hand thing. Seahawks, Geno Smith still has not written back, though. They uh, took advantage of that this past weekend. They beat the Cardinals. Seahawks have been doing well, and Geno Smith continues to just perform, be a great game manager, complete the passes, move the chains. And I think they're going to be able to do it again. The Chargers are a bit banged up. Bosa's still out for a bit. Their defense is struggling. I think the Seahawks are going to ride it. I'm not super confident in this game. I've got it pretty low just because the Chargers do have a lot of good weapons as well. But I've got the Seahawks, and I've got them at three. Dang it. I really wanted you to say the same as me so I could have uh, said I wanted to celebrate with another donut. I have them oh, at two. Thank goodness. <laughs> Dang it. So close. I agree. And... Who would have thought week seven we were going to go with the Chargers, Jets, and Giants. I love this season. I love this game. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, Geno Smith just refuses to write back. Kind of rude if you ask me, but he just does not want to write back. I'm just trying to write in some fan mail. Like, come on, man. I know. It's trying to have a little pen pal, but he refuses to write back. Rude. But, uh, yeah, Chargers, it was a very offensively inept game on Monday night. 
Broncos looked terrible, but they looked equally as bad. And the only reason they won that game was a muffed punt, punt by the Broncos at the end of the game. Chargers have not been impressive. Seahawks have been surprising and gotta love Pete Carroll. That man, kind of like Tom Brady, just is really running from father time and he I love his energy. So yeah, I think the Seahawks are gonna win this game. I have them at two. Let's just keep riding the uh riding the hot hands. Okay. I like it. I like Did it. Did you just pop in number nineteen? Lot. No, I didn't. But I oh can't. Oh my god, you were you were still working with number eighteen. <laughs> I wasn't working through anything. Oh, okay. You were just you were just getting some I was wiping my, I was wiping the powder off the corners of my mouth. Fair, fair. I can pop my, in nineteen if you want though, during your analysis of this next game. We have the Kansas City Chiefs at San Francisco 49ers. Yes. So at the start of this game, or at the start of the season, this would have been one of those juicy games. Uh, these are two teams that lost in the conference championship finals. Niners have his loss to the Rams. Chiefs lost to the um, Bengals. So you're thinking this is going to be a juicy game. Both are coming off a loss, but one is not like the other. The Chiefs lost a one-possession game to the Bills. Niners lost to the Falcons. So Niners are starting to uh, fall back a little bit. Chiefs, I mean, it's never, never something to be ashamed of losing to the big, bad Bills. So I think the Chiefs are going to bounce back. And as we said earlier this season, you just can't bet against the Chiefs to lose two in a row. Um, Mahomes is too good. Kelsey's too good. The Chiefs nation is too good. Andy Reid, a guy that would love to pop in 19 donuts. I think they're going to redeem themselves in San Fran. That was pretty savage. I he don't that sounds mean, but he always dang it. He always talks after post games about what he wants to eat, like big burgers, and he he is the first to admit he loves he loves his food. So it wasn't it wasn't a shot. Andy, dang it, I'm gonna have to send him swag now too. Andy, I'm so sorry. That was not a a uh, that was not a shot at you. Just you always talk about how you love food, and can't blame you. I do too. Damn, now I'm just really now you really. Gosh darn it. Now you really have me just Sorry. remind me. <laughs> I have the chance. I just was like, I like did, did a double take. Like, did, I, did Bob just call him a large man? <laughs> no, I would never. I have the Chiefs. I have them at seven. I wish I had them at 14 now. Andy, I'm sorry. <laughs> pop in your pop in your 20th oh, donut while you're at it. Wait, wait. You said seven? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. I also have Number. the Chiefs. Pop in 20, pop in 20, pop in 20. <laughs> okay, but I'm about to give an analysis. Right? Fine, after analysis, right nope. before your ad, how about that? Here we go, 20. Oh, she went powdered in. for, I cannot believe you've eaten 20 donuts in 40, or 55 minutes. Oh my God. Oh my God, you're making me want to pop a Tums into Pepto-Bismol. Yeah, this is rough. This is rough biz, but it's okay. We're going to keep piling through. Only a few games left. I got this. Okay. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, I chose the Chiefs. I'm going to take a oh, minute. Oh, man. Have Why some tea. Why did you make me do this? <laughs> Have some tea. As she's drinking some tea, I want to remind you that this is brought to you by Joggers. <laughs> okay. A little little, little shameless plug. Back, back to the action. Okay, back to the action. So, yes, I chose the Chiefs as well for all those reasons. I'm going to take a quick minute, though, and not talk about the Chiefs, but I'm going to talk about the team that they played last week for my Wave Maker of the Week. Splash. Splash. Taron Johnson of the Buffalo Bills. Don't know if you've ever heard of him. I haven't really. 
But the Bills were on a bye this week, so this is why I'm going to use this as an opportunity to talk about my wave maker because they just beat the Chiefs. And if you'll remember, last year, no, not the AFC Championship game, but it was maybe the divisional round. What's the game right before the AFC Championship? Yep, the divisional round. Yeah, so when these two teams played each other last, we've been talking about it. We were so excited. That was such a good game. Chiefs, Bills, good game. If you'll remember this time stat, 12 seconds were left on the clock, and Patrick Mahomes brought it down for the game-winning, I think it was a field goal, or no, it might have been a touchdown. Either way, they came back, won with 12 seconds left. It was crazy. This game, this past weekend, was back and forth, defensive battle, offensive battle. wasn't super high scoring, which I thought it would be, but the Bills came down and scored a touchdown with about a minute left. And here we go again. This is what we're all thinking. You're going to put the ball back in Patrick Mahomes' hands. They're down by four. He's going to get the win, right? He's got a full minute. Last time it only took him 12 seconds. But no, a guy by the name of Taron Johnson came out, intercepted the ball, didn't even give him a chance to drive it down all the way and perform his Patrick Mahomes magic. Taron Johnson, you got that win for the Bills. Congratulations, sir. You are my wave maker of the week. Very, very good one. Very appropriate. And Taryn, uh, we appreciate you. We're going to send you swag. And we're actually going to send you a little box of powdered donuts as well. Ooh, I like that. He should get some donuts because these are just delicious. And I've got several left. So, Man, well, I mean, you've eaten 20 of them, but plenty plenty left for Taryn. Yes. And actually, speaking of plenty left, I know fans love <laughs> all these recent ads and there's plenty of time left for you to let us know who the second one is sponsored by all right i like it so i feel like it'd be a complete disservice to not uh recognize and identify the bait the brand of these great mini donuts that i've been eating all throughout this podcast so this making waves nfl week seven confidence pool podcast is brought to you by tasty cake Mini powder donuts, tasty cake, donuts. You don't have to eat as many as I do. Tasty cake, donuts. Cause if you do, it'll feel like the stomach flu. Tasty cake, donuts. Eat them at a football game, eat them if you lose a bet. Tasty cake, donuts. If you had to eat this many, then you might start to fret. Tasty cake, donuts. Tasty cake, donuts. Tasty cake, donuts. Tasty cake, mini powdered donuts. Available at your local grocery store, two for $5. Tasty cake. Oh my God. Was that a 17 minute ad? I think it was. And I wrote that, was- that one out ahead of time. I must be, <laughs> I must be clear on that. <laughs> but I was so oh excited with that. God. I was like, ooh, this sounds good. And that's why I got the little snaps going. <laughs> I like the, the first off, the bet rhyming with Brett, <laughs> 10 out of 10. And right, right when I heard you start to go like this, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a production. Oh, it was a production. And I, I, there wasn't as much enthusiasm as I had earlier when I was practicing because I'm slowed down a little bit. My I mean, that was, that was 20, yeah. My body's a little jiggly from all of these. I mean, that was 20 donuts, donuts ago, so I don't think anybody could blame you for that. But back then, I mean, yeah. that's got to be the best of all time. That was Thank you. That was really great. Whew. I like that. That was a good one. Tasty cake donuts. Um, I'm sure I like you a little bit more than Mac does right now. I'd love to try you again. 
I'd love to try you eventually, but shouts out to you, uh, man, 20 for Mac and she's still kicking. So that's yep. good stuff. All right. Great. Well, there's, two more games. there's two more games. I think I can probably eat two more. So let's move along right away. Sunday, 8, 20 PM Pittsburgh Steelers at Miami Dolphins. And I know I was just talking about this last game, but this is my analysis. So I'm just going to keep on talking. I've got the Dolphins winning this game, but it is very contingent on a couple of things here. So as we mentioned, Tua may or may not be coming back this weekend. That would obviously be very good for them if they could get their starting quarterback back. They were doing a great job. They were in quite the rhythm when he was performing before his pretty severe concussion. So hopefully he's okay and fully cleared before they even allow him to come back. So he is still questionable, but we'll see what happens with that one. But mostly the reason I'm choosing the Dolphins here is because of just the rough performance we've been seeing from the Steelers. Granted, their defense obviously gave Tom Brady quite the run for his money this past weekend, and the Steelers pulled out just miraculous weekend. Uh, but I just don't know that that's going to continue for them. Their defense has been looking pretty good, but their offense is struggling to perform. Kenny Pickett, obviously a rookie. A lot of times we see a rookie struggle. They're just not doing great. But then he actually got injured and Mitch came in. Is that correct? Yeah. And Mitch we trust. Yes, he yep, Mitch that's, came that's in. Correct. But I heard there was a lot of conflict with Mitch in that he like got in a fight with somebody or something on the field. And so then he got benched again. I don't know. It's weird what's going on with Pittsburgh. Clearly they're not all cohesive. I'm going with the Dolphins in this one. They've got a lot more going for them, especially if Tua comes back. It kind of got them at a scary high confidence level of six, but I'm trusting in their defense and I'm trusting in the Dolphins this weekend. And ding, you're ding, ding. dancing, so that means I'm going to have to eat another donut. 21! No. It's 2022, and you're going to end with 22. That's perfect. Oh, that's the saddest looking face I've ever seen while eating a donut. That was depressing. I'm going to try to move on after that. I agree. I got the Dolphins at six. Two is coming back. That's the big, uh, the big deciding factor in this one. In this uh, confidence level, they're in Miami. Sorry, Noah, but looks like the Dolphins were going to be a Super Bowl contender. They've lost three games in a row after their amazing start. We'll see if your old uh, wave maker of the week, their coach, um, what is it again, McDaniel's? Mike McDaniel. See if Mister Mister Nerd himself, Mike McDaniel, can get it back. And Tua can come back and hit the ground running. But yeah, I got the Dolphins at home and I got them at six. Okay. That sounds good. And now it is time for our very last game of the week. Thank goodness that I can be done eating these donuts. We have the Chicago Bears at New England Patriots. And I got to start it off here with, I know you have a hard stop and you got to go. So unfortunately, I don't think we can talk about either of these teams right now. So I say we just say our... Uh, confidence and and get out of here and this is just really nice we don't have time to to rip on my boys go ahead you can um, go ahead well i eat one more donut and we'll talk quickly about them and say our number number 22 down a little slow clap here for you very impressive gonna have to hear some updates on how the tum tum's doing later on but yeah i mean the bears broke my heart there's no not, not much more to say i'm a new uh yeah Going to kind of leave it at that. That was really tough to watch. We should have won that game. I'm really upset with the Bears. They're in timeout. Thankfully, there's 10 10 days between games to recover. This is in New England. Zappy, 
He's looking solid. I got the Patriots. I got him beating my boys at a conference level of can't have it double digits. I got it at nine. Oh my gosh. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you got it at nine too. Love it. I also have it at nine. Mostly just because the Patriots defense has been doing really good. Obviously, they have a great way of kind of tricking opposing offenses into thinking they're doing different things than they're actually going to be doing. It worked extremely well, obviously, against my boys, and it worked again this past weekend. Um, They're doing good. So I think the Patriots are going to win this one, unfortunately for you, on Monday night. Sorry, I think I said Sunday night earlier. But it's Monday night, 8.15 Monday night. And I also have Central. nine. Great. Well, hopefully the Bears shock the world. I'm not holding my breath after Thursday night. But, yeah, that obviously wraps it up. I am so, so proud to have been a part of this podcast <laughs> and even proud of my fantasy team for uh, helping me avoid that, that stomach ache. So, hope you're not like yeah. the lady from Bridesmaids here in about 30 minutes. Fingers crossed for that. Um, I will obviously keep you all posted on how I'm how I'm doing after this, but you better just prepare because I'm coming guns a blazing with the next bet when the Lions beat the Bears or next time we play each other in fantasy. Not happening. <laughs> all right. Well, we will catch you all next week on our next podcast. And until then, enjoy Tasty Cake, Mini Powder Donuts. Powder Cake. Powder cake. Peace. <laughs>